Good day, and welcome to the Budding Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Bridges. In each episode, I cover my experiences, both good and bad, of being a business owner, as well as my journey through the crazy world of entrepreneurship to reach my goal of earning $1 million a year. Day 30 plus 5. Today was both a good and a bad day. I don't know if you followed him or not, but one of the premier radio talk show hosts, Rush Limbaugh, passed away. He was 70, which is not too old, but also not too young. There are good and bad points of that. That was something that I had gone through my day and didn't know about until late in the afternoon after I had actually got my head out of all the work that I was doing. I normally am checking the, the news first thing in the morning and then later on at night. And so this kind of caught me off guard. It was not something that you're ever prepared for. So, you know, Godspeed rush. I, I hope that all of us can have the, uh, the grace that you had while you were facing this just terrible, terrible enemy. That being said, there were a lot of good things that also happened today. I did complete my sales letter. I'm still kind of looking at the client email. We're having some challenges doing some connecting. So I haven't received her feedback on it yet. But I did start calling prospects today. And that's good. Most of the people that I talked with were at least receptive to it. There's a lot of people, it's hard to get through to the owner of a company, but when you start calling into smaller companies, it's a little bit easier. That's actually a good thing that you can get to the owner pretty quickly. Now they are busy, so you've got to get their attention right away. And a typical sales call will not do that. I know that there's a lot of people I left messages for, And if they do get back to me, I'm going to implement the Perfect Sales Script 2.0 from Aaron Fletcher for all callbacks, trying to get things set up. I have a few other pieces of the puzzle that I am waiting on. I'm still waiting on a review by the client of some logos so that I can consider whether we need to actually implement the logo or simply go for a more streamlined approach that is not uh, so complicated. Usually, usually when you're doing business cards, you can go with something simple on business cards. They don't have to be over the top. Getting a logo can be one of the most difficult things to actually get for your business because you have many different things that you're going to be doing with it. You want a what we call a vertical logo that reads from top to bottom. And it usually incorporates something that is known as a brand stamp that if you were to treat it as like a Coke bottle, the cap, it's got to sit right on there on that cap. It's got to cover all of the pieces of the basis for your business. Doesn't need your name. Doesn't need a lot of things. If you look at my new logo that I'm still, you know, the site's, I, I haven't actually really released it out there yet, but if you look at a, a typical logo, 
you'll get something that's in a circle. Mine just has a circle with RB in it. And that's something we call a brand stamp. And it needs to be incorporated somehow into your logo. You also need a horizontal logo, one that can go at the top of your letterhead. It's also easy to go into your business card. A lot of times the brand stamp will also be printed on the second side of business cards. That's good because you end up with the back of the card having the clear brand stamp on it. The challenge is when you want to write your cell phone number or something like that on the back of it, getting glossy cards, especially like really good plastic coated 14 to 16 point cards with gloss on them. Yeah, it's kind of hard to write with ink on those. So you want to be aware of that. I've made that mistake myself a few times when I first was working with um, my partner back at, a, uh, at an IT company. We got these awesome business cards. They were coded both sides. And then we can write on them, which is annoying because you're trying to write your cell phone number or you're trying to write your email address so they can actually see it. Yeah, and it doesn't work too well. So we're going to start the process of building this logo for her and again you don't want to spend a ton of time but it is very difficult i did a um a 99 designs competition and it's like for five days and you are getting just literally hundreds of designs every day that are brand new so by day two, you have to have gone through and sorted out things from day one. And you're dealing with not the best designers. Most of the designers will wait till the last day or two to start submitting designs because they're going to review all the designs that are still left and kind of use those as their guide to get that logo or get that business card design done. And boy, I can tell you, it's, it can be very annoying. You just get inundated with this. I'm measuring that out of whether we want to go with just a simple logo design, not all crazy and everything. You know, it's, it, you're just want to going to do it in like maybe three colors, like one basic color, black, and then reversed on white. That will tell you everything you need to know about your logo. Is it going to stand out? Is it going to stand on its own? If it's not, you know, you've got some problems and you're going to be revisiting it, you might end up having to go through two or three different people to actually get a logo that you like. Not all designers have the same style you will want to have. And they're not always going to be the, the final cut. Some of my best designers that I've used that are favorites on 99designs, they're, they're my favorites. And they don't cut it. They don't even make it sometimes out of the first round. And that's kind of crazy, isn't it? So this is, this is something that you have to be aware of. These things are happening at all times. This is also one of the more fundamental parts of the business. You can talk all day, but you've got to be able to give somebody something, either electronically or physically, in order to get their attention. You can put it into your, your footers and you're going to have it in your you know, your emails, maybe something like this, certainly it's going to end up on your website. And that is one of the more critical pieces of your business is what is your logo? This is always fun. This is where things slow down a little bit. 
That's why when I look at uh, a lot of these companies, I'm saying it's a six to eight week program. With companies that have bits and pieces that are already done, you might be able to get done in six weeks. If you're starting from scratch with no company name, no logo, no idea, and no plan, eight weeks might be a little short. That's the purpose of why with this kind of a program, we're going to go into coaching after the six to eight week program is complete because we want to have that ability to reach back in and help those business owners stay connected to them so that they, when they run into situations like that, we can be there for them. So that's that's part of this whole process here. And coaching comes after the one-on-one. We're doing a lot of heavy lifting for, for some of these companies. And I'm going to be doing a lot of time investing in there with them every time they come on board. You know, this is, this is how this kind of a business functions. You're one-on-one with probably the only employee in the company. It may not even be an employee at that point. They might be choosing to run a sole proprietor or like a single member LLC where they personally are responsible for the company. You're supposed to be paying yourself. You're supposed to have your payroll taken care of. And But for a lot of people, just getting that started can be absolutely devastating to a schedule. So that's one of the purposes of this kind of a program is going to be helping these business owners, usually new and emerging. We don't want established companies yet. That's, that's for L5 consulting to deal with under the L5 method. And if you've actually listened to the L5 method, it's three phases or three steps This one with me is only two, but it's the same first two steps, just on a different scale. Still dealing with foundation, still dealing with strategy, still, if you have to have employees, you're dealing with employees. And then when you move into the second level, second step, if you will, now you're looking at technology, operations, and marketing, all the systems. In the L5 method, it's called automation because that is the heavy part of it. In the case of my program for me that we're dealing with here, which I still haven't formally named, the the challenge is we've got to be able to help them put the technology in place, get the operations set. Usually people know how to do their job. They know how to do it how they used to do it. But now that they're new in business, They've got to do their job plus all the other stuff. And then finally, you know, marketing, being able to build sales lists and start the process and put things in place and going and getting all the resources that are going to be needed. This is a lot of work. As I go into these sales calls, it's one of those kind of things I've got to take all of that stuff and condense it down into one clear, concise message. And I'm still playing with that a little bit. But that's the way that it goes. I don't want to use the same message I use for L5 consulting because then how do people make the difference between the two programs? And the answer is we're going to be focusing on different things. So like I said, we're going to be focusing on new and emerging business owners that are looking to get traction, grow their business without killing the business owner in the process. And and that's kind of that's kind of the, the core message that we have. I just wanted to kind of put all of this into perspective of 
how as we start making sales calls, we have to tweak and adjust. One person that I talked with today just said, mm, I don't understand it. So tomorrow I'm going to have to go through and make some adjustments. For now, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. It's been uh, really kind of tough with the loss of Rush Limbaugh. I personally have that, that, that completely devastated me for quite some time and will continue to do so. But in the coming days, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, wish him Godspeed, you know, and we'll all continue to listen to the words of those that are around us, the wise people. And in the meantime, best of luck with your business, your health, your wealth. Enjoy your time with your family. We, we don't want to lose that. That's, that keeps us grounded as we go through these kinds of programs. So once again, Randy Bridges for The Budding Entrepreneur, signing off. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.